Hello and welcome to Conversations with Kath, the podcast that keeps you up to date with the daily antics of your mother, your Alma, your friend, or whatever Kath Vanderhorst is to you. So grab a glass of Harvey Bristol, put the phone on silent, and let's see what's been keeping our favourite 9 year old busy this week. It's a very good evening to Alma Kath. How are you tonight, Alma? I'm very well, thank you, Matt. How are you? I'm, I'm really good, thanks for asking. We ducked up to the beach yesterday afternoon here in, in Brisbane. We had oh, a nice 30-degree day and we thought, why not um, just spend the afternoon up there? So, oh, lucky, lucky you. <laughs> kids had a great time. I've still got um, the heater going. Have you really? In October? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Now, with the, um, I heard there's some new restrictions lifting um, as of yesterday. You can now travel within a 25-kilometre radius. Does that mean any other family members apart from mum and Uncle Mick can come and visit you or do no family well, members fall into that? No, if they stick to the 25 kilometre, uh, kilometre they, they come, come. Right. Are they all outside 25 kilometres? Yeah. Yeah, wow. Okay. How far is that? Well, John is the closest. He's in Berwick. Yeah, he must just be outside then. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's a shame. That's a real shame. Yeah. But you've had a um, a bit of contact from the family this week. Um, oh, well, they all ring me, but uh, nobody came. Oh, right. except Mick. I, I uh, I'll go to Mick for dinner at night. Oh, of course. And yeah. he was here today to cut all the lawns. Yeah. Excellent. All right. So, what did you get up to this week, Oma? Just go on. Let's talk talk us through it. Oh, excitement. Well. Not much, Matt, <laughs> apart from doing a bit of, um, um, you know, stitching on my uh, Christmas stocking, which is finished now. Now I'm going to uh, knit another Santa, but I'll run out of wool. So that's on hold now until I can get to the shop. Now, this, I'll just jump in there. These Christmas stockings, um, a lot of the, the grandkids have got one. Who are you doing one for at the moment? Oh, I think this one is going to Frank. Frank, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I've we, our, our whole family's got some as well that mum mum's um, done for us. And I, I know that you've done some for Lana and Frank. I mean, with seventeen grandkids, have you got them all done? Done one for every grandkid yet, or are they still no still lining no. up? I've done about I don't know eight or nine, so I think. Oh, I did one, I remember I did one for Alana and then she rang me and she said she had a mental piece and she would like, would I be able to do another one? So she can have one on each of the mental pieces. Ah, uh, yes, yep. yeah. Yeah, I did. I'm not sure exactly who, who's who got one. I'm, I'm sure Frank has got some. No, I think one of them some for Frank answer. as well. Maybe Frank's yeah. hoarding them and... Um... Selling them on eBay or something, perhaps. <laughs> you have to talk to him. Maybe yeah, he can have, give you one. <laughs> should have asked him last week. Um, you've done your stockings over the weekend. Did you did you get out of the house at all during the week? Like, was the weather nice enough for you to go for a, a walk? I know you've got your um, your walking sticks. You can't really go too far, but no. you. Um, well, Matt, I walk every day from the front door to the back gate. Oh, good. good. And I do that about three or four times. <laughs> three or four times a day <laughs> and that and that gives me a kilometer oh perfect there you go 
what about some stretching? Do you stretching as well to keep those no. muscles all nice and no? Just up yeah, right. Oh. No time for stretching. I'll be knitting. I'll be knitting now. Ah. I've got a sore arm. Yeah, building up your forearm muscles. All right, we might bring um tonight's special guest in, Alma. That's right, Matt. Tonight's guest thinks sugar is the main food group. When she's not asleep, she's eating something sweet. It's the lady who's going to be late to her own funeral. Give it up for Wilma McTighe. Hello, Willie. How are you? I'm very well, thanks, Matt. Yourself? I'm, I'm really good. Thanks for coming on tonight. Um, I think for the podcast, to avoid confusion, I'll just call you mum. Um, mm-hmm. So, Alma, when I say mum, it's not you. Um, okay. It's not mum saying mum to you, Alma. Well, that might get a bit confusing. We'll see how we go. <laughs> so what, have, what have you been up to, Mum, over the past few months with Olma? Because you are, between you and Mick, you guys are the closest to Olma um, and you probably see her the most regularly. So what have you been um, doing with her? Well, I have been visiting her a fair bit because, you know, we're trying to get her the aged care package, um, which when you apply, and even if you get approved, it takes about 12 to 18 months before you get anything. So we thought, well, since she's 90, by the time she gets it, she might be 92. So thought, you know, apply sooner than later. Um, yeah, so that's been going well, but we've had a lot of telehealth calls and um, which has required me to be here because mum couldn't... Um, you know, manage on her own to do those. Um, also, too, she had some physio uh, therapy sessions, so I had to follow her around with the iPad because they wanted to see how she was, you know, walking, um, <laughs> you know, using her walking stick, which, um, you know, she has been using that lately, um, but she was using it in her right arm and, of course, that's the arm that she can only lift up to her waist. She can't come her hair or anything. She can't lift it, you know, to hang washing out. And they were trying to persuade her to use the walking stick in her left arm, mm-hmm. left hand, um, which um, anyway she flatly refused to, <laughs> to do that. So I think they, they ended up giving up giving that up. Um, and then they were giving her exercises to do for her arm. Um, but, um, of course, mum didn't want to really do those. I mean, she is doing the walking part and she does the standing away from like a table and, and trying to stand, you know, for more than 30 seconds, you know, unaided, like without yeah. hanging onto a chair or a table or something. But um, but that's probably, you know, she's given up on her arm. She reckons that, you know, it's just old age. It's just worn out and there's nothing they can do for it so why bother you know because the exercises that they asked her to do you know made her arm hurt while yeah. she was doing them so she yeah she, she hasn't been sort of doing them so so I had one of those strict bands that she was supposed to you know use one hand and pull like go over it wind it around a hook and then pull it so that she could it would pull her right arm up higher than what she normally can you know raise it yeah. Um, but anyway, she only used it once and said, no, it hurt too much and she wasn't going to do it. Right. So, so there what, you go. What's the pain, Alma, that you're experiencing? Like from a zero to ten, ten being the highest, how, how painful is it to lift your arm up? Yeah, I've got um, oh, 
I'm not sure exactly what. I've had it for years, Matt. Oh, okay. And it's just got progressively worse over the years? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I think it's my own fault in the olden days when I, when I, uh, when I got hot and bothered. I used to go to the wood heap, grab the axe. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> And I think that's expel, where the damage Expel a bit of anger. Hey, yeah. Expelling some anger. Right. I was going to say it's from all those arm wrestling competitions used to be in. So it's just worn out, she says. So yeah. that's um, the, one of the reasons why I've been coming so often. Um, and, of course, where we live, you know, we don't have COVID. Um, so, you know, the kangaroos and deer and everything else that runs around our place don't um, seem to have COVID either. They're the only ones we see, so I'm uh, the safest one to come and come and sort of visit and see if she wants anything. Yeah, um, okay. So you sort of do some shopping as well for Alma too? Yeah, and we let her out of the house this week and I did take her to Pakenham briefly, like oh. to the bank. And, um, yeah, so she did have an outing this week. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. I needed so money. Was, I had to go and get some money. <laughs> <laughs> So normally, Mum, you would just go and do these things. You'd pick up a shopping list from Alma and go into the shopping yourself. She, you, she'd be staying at home. You wouldn't take her with her, yes, would you? That's yeah, right. okay. Yeah, we weren't letting her out. So, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> wow. But, uh, but anyway, she's, uh, oh, she's coped pretty well. That, so does, you know, does this mean? Much. Sorry, does this mean now that you can go a little bit further, you can perhaps go out a bit more, Alma? Is that possible? Like can mum take you places now? I'm not sure. I'll have to um, have to have a talk to Wilma. Mm. Or is that risk still there? Then my, mum, then yeah. Maybe how far is officer? How far is officer in the 25 kilometres? Yeah, officer is. Yeah. Oh, so my my Italian friend might come and visit me. <laughs> there you go. And guess what? I can go to Harry. Uh, Van der Broek's birthday. Hey, wow. Oh. I think Harry is going to turn, what's Harry, 93 or 94? There you go. That's a... Well, that's only that's only if uh, they don't have more than five people come to visit them at oh, the same time. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. You'll have to rotate through. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. it's the, the rules are that you're only allowed to have um, – Ten people from two households. Right. And it doesn't include children. So ten from, from but only outside. You can't can't go inside. So you have to, you know, stand at the front of the house or on the front lawn. And um, yeah, you're not supposed to go inside. Oh, okay. Yeah. So if Harry has, you know, his um, visitors, you know, from other households come, then um, you know. They're only really allowed to come from one more household. Like, yeah, yeah. you know. Well, that doesn't look like going to have got visitors from his relatives, you know, from another yeah. house. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Oh, I'll have to play that one by ear. You might, um, yeah, You're on a rotational mm. basis. Half an hour, then half an hour, out you go, perhaps. <laughs> but yeah. it's... um. Well, it's it's good that you're so close, Mum, to be able to do that for for Alma and, and Uncle Mick as well. Some dinners at uh, Mick's house, so it doesn't isolate Alma one hundred percent, which is good. 
I thought we'd have a chat tonight, Mum, while you're on here about the Vanderhorst sweet tooth. Now, we, as kids, we grew up knowing sugar ran through your veins, Mum. But I just wanted, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I just wanted to have a chat as to see whether or not it's the same with all the other Vanderhorst kids, um, or Mum, with your kids. Are they all sweet tooths as well? Yeah, I think most of them are. Yeah, they all like um, the Dutch biscuits, you know, the speculars. Speculars, yeah. They, uh, <laughs> the hagelslag, the muisjes. <laughs> it's all good stuff. Oh, it is all good stuff. I know. I know. We um, yeah. as kids, we grew up that with all that kind of stuff in the pantry. Now, is does a sweet tooth sort of come from more Opa or yourself, Alma, or are you both? Oh, I think both of us. Both of you, right? Oh. Yeah. I, I knew Opa was uh, quite partial to some to some sweets. I know Mum was always making some hedgehog for Opa. Yeah, one of his favourites. One of Opa's or Dad's favourites was, um, uh, well, a slice of bread with speckled on it. So he'd have the biscuits on top of the bread. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> right. So he would have two biscuits on one slice of bread and cut in between the biscuits. So he'd cut the bread in half and have oh, one yes. biscuit on his half. Yes. <laughs> so there you go. So really, as kids, we didn't stand a chance in. You did not, Matt. No. Sorry, but um, no, no. No, that's all right. No. We no, used to have for breakfast, we would have um, stuff called Christmel, which was uh, semolina, I think it was. And it had mixed fruit in it. Oh, yeah. Sort of like a, a pie. Milk, of course. Made with milk. Yeah. 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 Made with milk. Or we yeah. would have custard. custard yeah. Mum would make custard and we'd have that for breakfast. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, we would also have to work, but with fruit loaf. Oh, yeah. And that which um, I still have sometimes, breakfast, a piece of fruit loaf. Now I have just jam on it. Um, I just butter it. I used to have jam on it, but now I find that a little bit too sweet. So, yeah. <laughs> wow, it's it's finally got to you. I was going to say sugar on top yeah. of sugar loaf. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, we, we always, like even um, when we were growing up, we'd have, you know, dessert more or less every night. And that was the highlight of the dinner, actually, was dessert. <laughs> you, you ate the main course as fast as you could so you could get to dessert. And then, you know, because there were so many of us, um, you know, you had to sort of everybody looked and saw that it was all cut um, you know, evenly. So everybody got the same amount. Well, it's hard, hard to cut a, um, a square dish seven ways, isn't it? Well, there was nine of us. Although, actually, I don't think well, Mick. There's a fair a gap between Robert and Mick, so he may not have the sweet tooth as much as what the rest of us have. Does, does okay. Mick eat sweet much, Mum? Mick, oh, no, maybe not. No, I don't think he eats as much sweet stuff as the rest of us used to. So. No, yeah, no. but then, um, you know, because he was, like, quite young, so maybe it was um, only cut up into eight pieces, the dessert, you know, because he was only a baby. 
then. So, um, yeah, but uh, no, we, we all loved our sweets. So. Now, I'm, I'm guessing they're all homemade sweets too back then. There was not, probably nothing bought. No, no, nothing bought. Mum used to cook everything. And did so. you guys get in there and help? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Jenny and I helped. I don't know about the boys. They were probably too busy, you know, arguing and Holding whatnot. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. what was the um, typical Vanderhorst dessert would be on, on a weeknight? What, what was a what was a family favourite there? Um, I think one one of the family family favourites was um, stuff called Reister Pop, which is Reister. like a rice pudding. Okay. But Mum would make it's basically rice and it's boiled in milk, or you can use uh, boiled rice and then the next day use it as a pudding, so you just add milk to it and bring it to the boil and until it was sort of good and hot, and then you would put a really good clump of butter in it, or melt butter in a little container, and then you dish up the rice in, with the bit of milk and the milk had just about evaporated, and then you would pour butter over the rice and then you would uh, sprinkle on sugar and one teaspoon was never enough. You had to put at least two teaspoons of sugar on it. And then you put Dutch cinnamon on. Couldn't use the Australian cinnamon. Terrible. Had oh, to have yeah. Dutch cinnamon. And that was really, really nice. And actually, I still have that sometimes. If I if I make something and have boiled rice with it, I always make sure that there's enough for a bowl of this rice pudding for the yeah. next day. Yeah. Yeah. I don't really remember growing up having rice pudding. I've tried it in out of a can and it's awful. Oh, no, no, no. No, that's revolting. No, actually, well, next time you come home, Matt, I will make it for you. So there you go. And I'll only put half a teaspoon of sugar on yours or maybe none at all. Let's see. Yeah, I'll just have a, a very small amount. Now, do you still, as a rule, have dessert, Alma, of a night time or is, are those days? Oh, yes, I like my dessert. Oh, yeah, you still yeah. do? Yeah, I like my dessert. Because it's only dessert for one with you at the moment. So do you still make your own desserts or do you just buy little puddings or something from the shop? Or Yeah, just, no, I never buy puddings from the shop. I'll, uh, I'll just make my own. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Sometimes Keep the I'll tradition make going. Yeah, when I have um, another thing what we used to have, when we had stale bread, we used to soak it in milk and egg and then we fry it up. As a rule, we used to have that for breakfast. Yeah, that's, that's that French toast. Yeah. Is that French toast? Because mm. you, you yeah. have that still, Mum, don't you? Yeah, French toast. It, yeah. It oh, was. French toast. Yeah. 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 Yeah, rental tafis, it used to be rental called. Tafis. Yeah, rental tafis. Yeah. Maybe we can, um, on the next Alma Kath birthday bash, some of these traditional oh. desserts can come out. I, I know some do already. Um, the poffages are always a massive hit. Yeah. Um, and there's some other ones we have as well. I can't remember. Maybe that rice pudding one. Croquettes. Yeah. Yeah, croquettes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They're a favourite yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah. But um, when I was um, when I went to Holland in two thousand and eight, I was lucky enough to see you over there, Alma. They made some, um, I think it was Whitloaf. Is, it, is that how you say it? Whitloaf? 
Whitloff. Whitloff, yeah. Yeah, I, I quite like yeah, that. That was, that was Yeah, that's a vegetable. And you can buy it here. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's not a dessert then. Yeah, that's not a dessert, no. no okay. <laughs> Um, do you remember the Olibola, Matt? Olibola? Yeah. Do you remember no. having them? No, no. What, what, what was that? Refresh my memory. Well, that's um, you have it New Year's Eve generally, and um, it's sort of like a Dutch donut. It doesn't have a hole or anything, but they're just sort of balls, and it's uh, like a yeast dough, yep. like a donut dough with um, uh, mixed fruit in it. And they get deep fried, and then um, you just sprinkle it with icing sugar, of course. I was going to say, let me get some sugar. <laughs> yes, there. So, and we also used to have, um, well, their apple fritters, apple flopping. Oh, apple yeah. I remember those. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. 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 We had to have with icing sugar or caster sugar sprinkled on and have hog as well. So, Inside of ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, no, you just ate them on their own generally. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm requesting Ollie Bollers at the next birthday bash. So if one of the Vanderhorst kids listening can um, drum them up, that'd be greatly appreciated. Robert is very good making uh, Ollie Boller. He does it every uh, New Year's Eve. Oh, perfect. Bob, you're the man. Yeah. We'll uh, put his name next to that. All right, we might jump into the mailbag. This week's question comes from Yolanda from Salford Prize in the UK, and she writes, Hi, Kath, what profession did you have in Holland before you immigrated to Australia? Um, I was a bookkeeper, and I worked in Nijmegen, and then I got a transfer to The Hague, and that's where I stayed until we migrated. Ah, okay. Now, yeah. Nijmegen is not too far from Boxmere, is it? Nijmegen is about 30 kilos. Have you ever seen the film A Bridge Too Far? No, I haven't. Oh, that was Nijmegen. You were bookkeeping in a time when computers weren't around, so... No, everything had to be uh, done by pen and paper. Yeah, calculators around back then? Pardon? They have calculators back then? Calculators? Yeah. No calculators. Yeah, no, okay. We didn't use calculators. How did you commute back in those days, Alma, for, the, for this job? Did you get the train or did you ride a bike or drive? Oh, yeah, I caught the train to Nijmegen and, um, and stayed there all day until the time to knock off and then I caught the train back home. And were they sort of same working hours that you'd find today, like the nine to five typically, or was it a, yeah, a longer about, working about, day? Yeah, about that? Yeah. Yeah, okay. something like that. Yeah. And when you, you got transferred to The Hague, you mentioned, did you move to The Hague then or did you, you didn't commute yeah, from? Yeah, I moved to The Hague. Yeah. And uh, I had a, an, um, or, well, you, I suppose you call it an, uh, a bed sitter, just a room with, um, um, yeah, a bit of a, a bed in it and, a, and a, a communal kitchen we had. There was different people that, um, that stayed there. So, all but from was, the same. We had a private room there. I mean, you didn't have to share with uh, all the others. So, 
Okay. What was that like? And then was that, was that enjoyable? Pardon? Was, was that enjoyable? No it was, it was, no, it was pretty boring. Yeah, right. Okay. And I didn't stay in The Hague very long because um, Opa's family lived in Warmond, which was about, oh, I don't know exactly, about 50 k's away from The Hague, I think. And um, I used to um, I used to ride my bike from uh, from the Hague to Warmond, and in the and uh, after a while I stayed in Warmond. Sorry, this, sorry, um, you rode fifty kilometers. Yeah, every morning and back, oh, morning and yeah. And we're we're probably talking a bicycle here that wouldn't have had gears potentially. Is that right? Like, Pardon? did you have gears on your bicycle? Oh, I'm guessing it was just. Yeah, just, no, a, no, just bike, very no. plain. Nothing, no, nothing fancy. Wow, 50 yeah. kilometres, that's fantastic. That was good exercise. Your legs, quads, would have been, quads would have been huge. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, and then I, I boarded with um, Oma and Opa van der Horst. And um, Uncle John, he was in, um, uh, he was in, um, he was in the army in Indonesia. And of course, when he came back, we sort of got together and he didn't want to stay in Holland any longer. So we decided, and I had a stepmother and I, you know, didn't really go home a lot. So um, we decided we migrate. Yeah. And then we ended up here in Australia. Yeah, the rest is history. And because we... Um, we were young and we were just married and we didn't come out under a, a scheme, so we were free to go wherever we wanted, as long as we had somewhere to stay at night. We couldn't take any money, so we had to go and find a job. Yeah. And, uh, and Opa, because he was an engineer, he could read blueprints, so he, um, he did welding. And I, um, <laughs> I never done much, so I ended up doing housekeeping, and it didn't work. <laughs> I didn't, know, I didn't know how to do the washing, how to start. Never done anything like that. So uh, in the end, I gave that job away, and I got a job in in, uh, in a canteen. There you go. You know, serving people coffee and make sandwiches. A good way to meet people. In in a canteen cafe, mm. yeah. So, well, I hope that um, answers answers your question, Yolanda, who was a bookkeeper back in the Hague. And a big shout out to all our international listeners. Listeners, we've got Yolanda, Bart, and Marlies over there in um, in Europe. So, big hello to you guys, and we hope you uh, are safe and your families are safe and you're doing well. I just wanted to um, to add for from last week's episode with Frank, the interview with Frank. That um, he was talking about the motocopper. Oh, well, yeah. I actually inherited it somehow. I'm not sure. Maybe I was at the end of it a lot more than the others, or whether I stole it, or I don't know how come I got it. That's but weird. It's, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and you know what? It it is so much smaller than what I remembered it to be <laughs> because when you're a kid. It looked absolutely huge and that, but it's actually quite small and it's hanging up in my broom cupboard. So if anybody feels that they need uh, a bit of discipline in their life, <laughs> then they're 
free to um, give me a ring and uh, I can arrange that they can borrow it. <laughs> Perhaps we could have a um, video demonstration in a few weeks maybe when, when COVID's over or if it gets over with um, yeah, giving yeah, Frank a few wallops just to show everybody how it's done. <laughs> well, that's, that's right, yes, yes. Um, so anyway, that's where, that's where it is. I thought, you know, they would like to know. They probably oh. thought, you know, it's long gone, but it's not. It's still there. We're solving mysteries on conversations with Kath. Yeah. I don't yeah. think I ever existed on you, Matt, did I? No, I you were more the uh, the kettle cord or your high heel shoe or... <laughs> yeah, oh, the one yeah. Spoon, probably. Yeah, yeah, so... Oh, well, you turned out all right, so it must have been good for you. I did. It worked. It worked okay. fine, yeah. All right, well, that just about wraps it up tonight on Conversations with Kath. Thank you for listening. Uh, Alma, thanks for jumping on again. We appreciate it. And Thank you very much, man. See you next week, Alma. Mum, thanks for jumping on as well. No Great worries, Mum. get Mark. your uh, inside to your sweet tooth, and, uh, the Vanderhorst sweet tooth. <laughs> yes, I'm sorry, but uh, you've in- certainly – well, actually – I think Paul's inherited it a bit more than you did because uh, Paul's I think so too, yeah. Actually, it's probably because Kim doesn't eat a lot of sweets. Yeah. And um, I think she steered you in the more healthy direction. Um, yeah, especially when you've got a family yourself and, um, you know, we're finding out that sugar is really a curse to modern society. Um but, but all things in moderation. Yeah. I'm actually, That's right, moderation, yeah. 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 I still love my sweets, but I try and have a smaller portion these days. Oh, there you go. So that I don't grow out too much. Yeah, and you seem to be balancing that very well. So, All right, no Becky, thank you very much again for uh, helping out. I'm sure you'll be back next week doing the same thing. <laughs> no worries. Got you back. Okay. All right, thanks very much, guys, and we'll uh, – Have a great week. We'll talk to you next week.